0: Hey there, welcome to the show. My name is Andy Last, and you are listening to Beyond Synth, episode 56. I hope you guys enjoyed the uh, special bonus episode last week, the bilingual episode with Seth Ickerman. It was a weird experiment. Um, I'm recording this episode right now before I've released the other one, so I have no idea whether or not everyone hated it or whether they liked it, but I hope they liked it, because if you haven't seen the video for... Turbo Killer, Carpenter Brute's music video. It's one of the best music videos I've ever seen before. And uh, I interviewed the producing team, the directing team, that made that music video and they speak French. So last week we did a episode that was in French and in English. And I thought it turned out pretty well. It's a nice little bonus, I thought. Anyways, today's a full episode. It's already two hours without me doing the introduction. So I'm just going to keep this real brief. Beyond Synth is on at 8 p.m. Thursdays. Eastern Standard Time on Power85. That's power85.com. Please, um, you can come and listen to the show live. We're in the chat room on Mixler. It's a lot of fun, and it's a good time. I'm Andy Last. You can follow me on Twitter. I am at Andy Last on Twitter. That's the official BeyondSynth Twitter account. Uh, Please follow Beyond Synth on Facebook. That's facebook.com... facebook.com slash beyond.synth.podcast and SoundCloud, uh, Beyond Synth... You know, if you just Google search Beyond Synth, the SoundCloud is the first thing that pops up. And please um, follow the SoundCloud and like and share the episodes if you dig them. And please comment, you know. uh, It's fun to read the comments and I like uh, reading and responding to those. There's also a replay, uh, Saturdays at 1pm if you miss the Thursday at 8 p.m. show, but I know nobody listens to the Saturday replay, but it's there uh, just in case you want to listen to it. And if you have any letters, please send them to the mail sack. You can write to me on the Facebook page. You can send me a direct message there or on the SoundCloud or through Twitter and just title the message mail sack. And, uh, and then we'll read the letters on the show. We are also continuing our tweet at Meach campaign. Uh, if you want Mitch Murder on the show, tweet at him, all right? That's the tweet at Mitch campaign. So uh, just uh, send him a little Twitter and say hey, you should be on Beyond Synth. I've already seen some uh, Beyond Synth listeners tweeting at him. It's just fun to do. He probably doesn't want to do the show, but it's uh, that's part of it. And then you know, we'll we'll keep going. We'll work our way through all the different artists. Uh, and I'll get the uh, the Beyond Synth listeners to tweet at them and uh, say, "Hey man, you should be on Beyond Synth because it's a really cool show." Today on the program is D.A.D., and we are joined midway by a surprise guest, and the surprise guest is Droid Bishop, because I've already spoiled it, I think, three weeks in a row. And of course, the iTunes artwork for this episode will clearly just say Droid Bishop on it, so it's no surprise. So it starts off with uh, D.A.D., I haven't talked to him in two years, and then we talk to Droid Bishop, and uh, it's a fun episode, so let's just get right to it. Here is my conversation with D.A.D. Alrighty, well I am here with D-A-D D-slash-A Slash-D Zach Robinson Hello, thanks for having me Andy How's it going? Good, it's been, uh,
1: I realized it's been over two years I know Since my last appearance, it doesn't feel like that long ago
0: <laughs> We just had, uh Although this is going to be coming out uh, probably like a month later, but we just had our, our 50th anniversary, and I say we, meaning me. I did 50 episodes, so that was... Congrats. Yeah. That's awesome, man. That's crazy. 50 episodes. But I've never made 50 of anything. This is probably yeah. gonna, this is going to end up being like episode 55 or 56 or something, ho- however the numbering happens. Uh, what was the first one? The first one was Ogre. Mm-hmm. I wonder if I could actually just remember this off the top of my head without looking at a list. It goes... Ogre, Hoo-Ha, Protector 101, Vincenzo Salvia, Highway Superstar, Sunglasses Kid, Groove Worthy. Oh, then I start to forget. You were episode 11 or 12? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Anyway, <laughs> 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 This is real fun for people. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Let's talk. Let's talk about stuff. All right, man. So, what's been going on in your life?
1: What's going on? Two um, years. Two years. Yeah, uh, well, nothing much has happened <laughs> in, D- <laughs> in DAD world. Nothing much has happened. Mm. Uh, I don't know. I mean, wait. So the construct had come out by then because we talked about it. Yeah, there's um, there's
0: a few things we're going to talk about DAD related. I mean, I've you're joining me today as co-host, so we're going to be playing. Oh, okay, great. All right. sorts of uh, all sorts of different music today. However, sure. since I talked to you last, there were a few projects that I think some of them came out like directly after we spoke. Okay. And I don't think we've ever talked about them, but there's some things that I really liked in there, and we'll get to that, man. Cool, it's all for sure. it's all good. But uh, what's been going on in your life? In my life,
1: life, uh, I got a dog. He's a beautiful boy. Um, <laughs> he's he's. Uh, I was fostering him, and he's a. And then I ended up keeping him because he's a beautiful guy. His name's Gus. Um, he's sleeping on my bed right now. He listens to me when I make music. Uh, Very patiently Other than that What's new in my life? I'm doing a TV show I'm doing a show For YouTube Red
0: Okay What's YouTube Red? Should I know what that is? YouTube Red
1: is the Is the new premium service That YouTube is rolling out Mm. So it's It's content Created by YouTube Studios um, A la Hulu A la Netflix and all those content providers so it's it's them jumping into that game and I think YouTube Red is also gonna if you subscribe to it it's um no ads on YouTube and some other goodies but the show doesn't come out till uh June I think
0: Wait, so you're making the music for it?
1: I'm making the music for it. It takes place on like a fake American Idol stage. It's it's like 30 Rock, but instead of a fake SNL, it's a fake American Idol. Okay. And uh, the show is called Sing It, which is the name of the show on the show and the show. Right. Which is a little confusing. And, but there's a, a ton of songs um, that the contestants are singing. I had to arrange them. I worked with a, a colleague and friend of mine named Leo Bierenberg, and we arranged over 30 songs. Like, real songs.
0: But if it's like a fake American Idol, like, are some
1: of them intended to be bad? Some of them. It's It takes place with the final ten, so they're somewhat good, everybody.
0: Okay, okay, okay. So is the idea that the, the Idols are coming, because I don't really watch American Idol, but they mostly do covers, right? It's all covers, yeah. It's so all covers. It, is what. You're arranging actual covers or are they fake songs to sound like real yeah, songs? Yeah, no, that they're, they- they're real songs.
1: They're, okay. They're real songs, yeah. And they're, they're cool, fun arrangements and uh it's cool. It's coming out it, I, we just saw some stuff and it's it's working really nicely. Oh, cool, cool! And then on top of that, we're doing the music for it too. It's so like the the underscore. So that must be fun, like that reality show kind of music. That and then also because it takes place like backstage, it's like about the lives of the people that run the show. So right. there's okay. there's that there's that kind of omnipresent you know composer who's just scoring what's going on. But it's very minimal score. It's it's a pretty tasteful show. Um, I'm excited for people to see it. Well, that's exciting. Yeah,
0: lots of exciting things. I mean, I know things have been sort of quiet on the DAD front, but you have an actual job uh, working on, uh, like, sound and stuff in in actual movies. So, like, you you are busy with real work. Yeah. Well, yeah. (laughs) Uh,
1: I did. I worked on Ant-Man, and I worked on... um, The Peanuts movie and Sisters, the Tina Fey movie that came out recently.
0: What'd you do on Ant-Man?
1: I wrote additional music on it.
0: Oh, cool. That was a good movie. I liked it.
1: Yeah, I liked it too. I saw it about 75
0: times. (laughs) Um, I I took my son to see it. Did he like it? Yeah, he liked it. He's tricky. You know, with little kids, it's funny because they don't like... It's like things have to be burned into their brain. Like They very rarely like stuff right off the bat. You know, it's like they like things that they recognize, but it's about getting them to that place where they recognize the thing. Absolutely. You know, so like even though he knows X-Men and he knew Ant-Man from the video game, like the Lego game, (laughs) it was interesting like watching his reaction to seeing a new film. Like I didn't even take him to Star Wars because I'm just like, no, I got to go by myself and, you know, do this properly. Yeah. Yeah. You got to. But he enjoyed it. I mean, it's a fun film. You should show him, by the way. Wait, has he seen the Star Wars? Have you like already done that? No, I didn't. I didn't have to. We'll get it. I mean, I'll be buying that day one on Blu-ray. So whenever that releases, we'll be we'll be watching it. Has he seen the others? Yes. I was
1: gonna say show him machete order Star Wars, you know machete order.
0: Well, I will show him the proper order, which is omitting the prequel
1: trilogy. I see what I did recently before the seventh came out was I did four, five, two, three, six, and you just skip one. Yeah, you know it's a better order. <laughs> just missing one, two, three.
0: <laughs> you skip all three. Of them. They're
1: really, they're really, they're they're really horrible. Yeah, it's re- tough rewatching them, they're re- especially to it's just um it's upset it's upsetting.
0: It is upsetting. I know we end up talking about this all the time on the show and I but it's but it, it's tough because I sometimes I forget like how bad they are you know what I mean and I go yeah. you know what I've been hard on these things I'm gonna give them a chance I do that like I know whenever people hear me talk about them, I'm always trash. I'm not the only nerd in the world it's a very unoriginal thing to trash the Star Wars prequels but I always think oh maybe I'll go back and it won't be as bad you know sometimes there's movies that grow on you and stuff and um man, they're just they're not man. <laughs> they're the not, yeah, that? They're man, not. you have no idea, man. But are you uh, uh are you sunglasses, kid? Yeah. <laughs> the second one is uh like um episode two is like watching a cartoon. Like it just feels it's, it's so it's flat. It's very bad. It's very bad. But not just the writing and everything, but the um the visual style of it it, it really does feel like people on green screens. Like it just yeah. feels flat. And it's so hard to watch. Well, we don't have to get into a whole Star Wars thing yeah. <laughs> here, especially if you've had
1: this conversation. <laughs> well, we have it with everybody, but with everyone in the world, is had this the, conversation. The,
0: the point is this: we'll, we'll, we'll. I'm I'm trying to keep this all on a sort of a positive thing. So the last movie was awesome, and I had a yep. lot of fun with it. So that's all that really matters. And there's those harmy Star Wars edits on the internet you can find of that nerd that right. did the HD of the original cuts, and that's. Uh, that's that's all you need. My son likes the Clone Wars cartoon. Yeah, those are fun. I've seen a few of them. So that's, that's the thing, too. That's the, the issue is, because it's not a bad show, but since it features all the characters from the prequels... It sort of further embeds that those characters are part of the universe, the canon, and uh, that's fuck that. That's tough, you know, because then you got to explain like, <laughs> the, well, how am I going to explain to my kid? Well, because you know where these, these characters days, are. Yeah, he's going to want to know. He's just and I tried to show him too. I was just like, all right, well, you're into General Grievous. I mean, the only way to know what happens to that character is by watching episode three, right? But then when you watch it, it's just like. Ugh. And yeah. this is how he dies. Obi-Wan rides a giant lizard up a, And you're just like... Eh. is a great way to die. <laughs> <laughs> listen, how about this? We're going to listen to a song. Okay. This is a cool track. It's by, uh, it's by a guy called Giant Spirit. And mm. this is the song Cold Sky. Yum. was cold sky by giant spirit and that's a that's a cool song that's one of my favorite uh like uh little eps that uh, that i've listened to lately it's cool i gotta be
1: honest i've been i've been mega sleeping on my on my synth wave intake
0: honestly i do too i just have it sent to me so so great that you get it you you have it easy yeah you don't have to uh you don't have to search for it. Yeah, I don't. I don't do much research. Like I do sometimes, if uh, but honestly, I'm always you know backed up with like a month's worth of episodes. And by the time I'm caught up, uh, there's just more stuff that people have sent me that I can go through. Yeah, there's a lot of it.
1: There's just a lot.
0: Not all of it's great, but when it is great, it's very a pleasant surprise. So, do you know what time hop is? No, tell me about it. Okay, Time
1: Hop is this uh, app that's kind of a fun app that it connects to all your social medias and your camera roll and stuff like that on your phone. And then it collects all the posts that you did on the day you're looking at just in the years past. So, like, it, and it only, you can't look at like yesterday's. So You'd only look at today. So, if I pull up Time Hop today, I see what I wrote. I posted something two years ago about me playing in San Francisco at DNA Lounge. Like, it's just stuff like that, right? Okay. So yesterday I looked at it and there was, I, I posted a song like four years ago yesterday Mm -hmm. and I, and I wrote in my post on Twitter, this is an amazing song. Who are these people? And I just forgot the song and now I can't look back at it (laughs) (laughs) and I'm, I'm going to try to, I'm going to try to find it. Like as we're talking, I think it's called like Safari Park or like Safari Zone and it's By a band I've never heard of, but it's so awesome and so 80s. I'll I'll find it by the time this episode's over. Well, then here you go. Here's your job as co-host. Yeah. Okay, great.
0: Solve the mystery you've just created because people are going to want to know the answer to this It's dilemma.
1: It's going to be a great track to play. Yeah.
2: Um, yeah,
0: I'll find it. I'll find it. So that's cool, man. Working on all these movies and stuff. Yeah. I recall um, that we were chatting... And I think there's some movies where sometimes you would, like, start working on them, and then you'd tell me about it, but then you wouldn't end up going the whole way, or you'd get shifted or something. Because <laughs> I, I, be- I believe there was talk of a Terminator uh, genesis at one point. Oh, yeah, we, uh, the t te- you know,
1: um, yeah, we got fired from that movie. <laughs> the team I was working for got fired. Oh, that's too bad. But I don't know, was it? Like, we got to do Ant-Man, and, uh, and that
0: movie, Genesis, was just not great. Wh- wait, What? Are Do you, you like you liked Genesis? I'll say this about Terminator Genesis: it was not a good film, <laughs> but it was better than the other two past Terminator movies.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: It's the best of the bad sequels. That's what I'll say. Yeah, but that's not that's a damning with with no praise, I suppose, because it's a, it was still like it's a stupid movie. It made me happy when I was in the theater because it was just throwing a but a bunch of like familiar imagery by just like stealing shots and stuff from, like, the good Terminator movies. Right. But I will say at least it did that, because, like, the other Terminator sequels just did a really bad job of not really uh, feeling like they should have been part of the universe. Now, that being said, the movie was no good and the story makes no sense. Someone was trying to justify it to me, the plot, and it still doesn't... It doesn't It, it doesn't make sense. It, it just doesn't. I didn't understand how Skynet... It has a time machine that's, like, the size of a football field, like this giant dome thing, and yet Arnold can, like, make a time machine in, like, a basement, and it's just like, yeah, oh, we need, like, a Terminator... But I only saw it once, so I might be getting some facts wrong, but they made a time machine in 1980 that needed a Terminator battery or something, right? Because they needed to get the old Terminator to get it to work. Yes. So I'm just like, how does Arnold get to just make a time machine in, like, a basement, but Skynet requires this huge... Yeah. It, it just it just seems like there's an inconsistency like in the story there and it's another thing too is that Jai Courtney guy like casting him as uh, Kyle Reese is a problem for me Actually you know what I had a problem with the entire cast. I'll say that yeah I agree. Everyone was wrong and it was sort of upsetting. I think he was the most wrong just because it's like oh the future's this horrible place and you know you watch the other Terminator movies and they're like cooking rats inside of fucking burning TVs and stuff. And yet somehow this dude can come back with that physique with, like, no... Yeah. S- like, it just didn't... It didn't play. Yeah. Yeah. That's important for people when they make movies is to sort of... you got to have that sort of consistency in the. I agree. I mean, it just
1: felt... It just didn't feel... I'm all about charm. I'm all about, like, the charm of a movie and the charm of... That's why I love 80s movies and that's why I love 90s movies, because they may not be excellent, but they just have fun with it. And they're very true to genre-specific things, and um you can always tell that, like, there actually is a lot of care put into it. And with that kind of... Th- with, like, the new Terminator, is just... Just a, a nightmare. It just like wasn't wasn't there. It wasn't there. Hey, guess what though? What I found the song. What's the song called? It's called Funk Safari. Oh, you're close. <laughs> yeah, I was close. Funk Safari by Digital Native Dance. It only has 800 plays on SoundCloud, but it is so sick. Oh, I'm listening to it now. It's awesome. Funk
0: Safari by Digital Native, Digital Native, Native Dance. Dance. That's the next song you're playing. All right, well let's listen to that, man. That sounds good. <laughs>
1: just listen to digital native dance with their song funk safari uh a song that i had tweeted about four years ago and it was reminded via the time hop app it is a funky and groovy track that i'm really enjoying
0: you fucking corporate shill (laughs) (laughs) and your god time hop paid by time hop (laughs) (laughs) well that's fun so what is your um when you're when you're at work, like, what's your schedule like? Are you uh you, you there all day? Do you got to put in late hours? Do you get paid overtime? Well, actually, I work at home now. I'm I'm freelance now.
2: Ooh.
1: So I'm not working on the big movies anymore. But it's okay because I'm pursuing my own projects and it's a lot more fun and enjoyable. Hmm. But uh, I don't know. I get up at seven thirty and I try to. Have a day, and my creative—the way that I work creatively—is I get up, and I am most productive in the late morning, early afternoon. So, like, I'll start working at nine, and pretty much work till six or seven, and take breaks in between that, and go out for lunch or whatever. And I don't work past dinner. That's like a personal rule. It's a good rule. Yeah, I, I really enjoy it. Yeah, I mean, I'll work past dinner if I if I if I'm like inspired, but if it's like I'm meeting a deadline or something, I have to get that done before. Six or seven, which I would recommend to like anyone who works creatively, just <clears throat> getting a schedule like that. Whether it's you know, I have friends that get up at noon and then they they'll chill for the first six hours of the day, and then they'll go to a studio and work till three in the morning, and that's just like their thing. But creating a schedule that you stick with every day is incredibly crucial.
0: Yeah, that's a really good point, actually. I had that same conversation well, a few episodes back with a, a dude called Chalk Dinosaur, and I was... Mm-hmm. I don't know why I brought it up with him, but it was just that idea of finding that sweet spot of when you are the most creative. Because I said to him, I always considered myself a night owl, and it was only with like careful reflection that I realized, oh, wait, I don't actually do anything productive past a certain <laughs> time. So you always think, like I would always think, oh, yeah, I'm up late That's when I do my work and then I realized like actually like after ten, I've never done anything. You know what I mean? It's like unless I unless I had a job and I do procrastinate with my actual work. So there are times where I have a project due, like a video project or something, and it's due tomorrow, and so I stay up late to finish it, just like in high school. But for the most part, when I'm, you know, if I'm editing the podcast, if I'm working on, like, Circuit and Breaker, like, uh, you know, doing doing things like that, creative things, Mm -hmm. nothing happens at nighttime. All I do is stare at my computer and be frustrated that I have so much to do. And then I don't do it, and I could have been, like, fucking watching a movie, relaxing. Right. Like, I have a hard time relaxing. And what you're just talking about right now, about, like, actually having sort of a schedule, like, it's it's something I always try and aspire to do. Yeah. And uh, I'm still, I'm not there yet. One thing I have done this year, you know, I check my mail in the morning, I do my Facebook, you know, like, at nine or whatever, and then I just shut the internet off. Mm -hmm. And I just keep the internet off and then I go and do stuff for a few hours because before I just found when I had the computer on, it's just such a distraction. And I, I know it's like an obvious thing to say, but it's just as simple as, you know, someone posts a thing and then it pops up in your Facebook feed and maybe you don't care about what they read or what they wrote, but then something in there triggers you to do something else on the internet.
1: Oh yeah. I mean, that's, that's the internet and that's the internet. That's how that works.
0: I just find uh, you got to cut it off in order to get rid of that distraction. Because someone can literally just be like, oh, I just bought a new movie today. And it doesn't mean anything. But then all of a sudden in my brain I'm thinking, maybe I should check the Amazon deals. And then, yeah. I'm, just, <laughs> and then I'm just on Amazon homepage looking at deals. <laughs> and then I'm there going... Well these deals are always the same. They're selling fucking razors. I don't need that. Eh, maybe I'll check the DVD and Blu-ray yeah. section. And then and then literally just there goes fucking twenty-five
1: minutes. Yeah, dude. You're just you're just sheeple in the corporate machine. Uh you know, I don't know what else to tell you. Yeah. <laughs> you just consume, consume, consume. Yeah. Yeah. I was gonna add to that was um you know, there's you're talking about like being a being a night owl or you want to be a night owl, and my friend just pointed out to me, he said like, Well, I don't work at night if it's like homework. You know, I won't work at night if i have a deadline like that but if i want to work for fun and i have you know a drink and you know maybe he'll like smoke some pot or whatever and he'll just chill then that's like a totally cool thing which i find that i actually don't do enough not i don't i don't smoke but like in terms of just having time and hours to with no pressure uh, at all and just writing and just having fun with what i'm writing which i f- actually find i have the most trouble with i have fun with everything i'm writing but that's why I think DAD doesn't produce as much as it used to because I work better with a deadline. I work better when I have images like movies or whatever. And when I'm just put in front of a blank slate, even though I've been doing DAD for six years, it's it just doesn't click with me all the time. And then I just kind of am like, Ugh, well, I'd rather do something where I feel more productive.
0: Now, uh, you said you don't smoke. Do you think that... Uh... People who do smoke dope are cooler. That's something that I continually ask
1: myself. Um, <laughs> it's an important question. It's something that uh, you know, as a California voter, I'll be thinking about when I vote for uh, <laughs> legal marijuana. Um, I have a lot of friends who are definitely really cool, and they smoke. <laughs> They're pretty cool with letting me hang out with them, so I, I have nothing against. I have nothing against uh, them. I do think they are cooler.
0: <laughs> We ask the hard-hitting questions here. Yeah, it's it's this is synth journalism. Listen, let's listen to a track, sure, and then and then we'll come back and we'll continue this uh, this debate into the uh, legalization of marijuana. All right, so okay, this great. is uh, this is a track uh, by an outfit called Pleasure Curses, and this is uh, this is a track called Under the Moonlight. And that was Under the Moonlight by mm. Pleasure Curses. That's a fun little track. Made me feel happy inside, if you know what I mean. <laughs> oh, 100%.
1: In fact, I'm going to listen to it again right now. Yep. <laughs> I just played it again. <laughs> <laughs> I recently, I just thought of another topic of conversation. Mm. Um, I recently tweeted something about, you know, Jared Pageman, who does the art for everybody. He did my contract album. Yes. He's from Buffalo, I think, and he's a Buffalo Sabers fan, and I'm a huge LA Kings fan. This is ice hockey for anyone that. <laughs> I like doesn't when know Amer- the names. Americans call it ice hockey.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I apologize, sir. I just have a, I have a big uh, mouthful of spaghetti. I'm just finishing oh, off the... I'm,
1: I'm so jealous. It um, actually,
0: right now, all the spaghetti's gone, and I'm literally just have a big heaping spoon of ground beef. And <laughs> unfortunately, that's not
1: uh, as equivalent as the bottom of a burrito when you're ending it it's a bummer when you get to the end of spaghetti <laughs> i tweeted and i said does anyone is there anyone else on my synth wave is there anyone that fits in the center of my synth wave hockey venn diagram on twitter like is there anybody else that does that and i think there was one other person that jared said but i'm like i find that all the people i follow on twitter are either like people in the scene or like hockey analysts mm-hmm. and i realized Do you like hockey? No. Are you a Maple Leafs fan? You don't even care.
0: I guess I'm a bad Canadian, but uh, I will say this, because I'm not really a sports guy. What I find really interesting, though, when it comes to sports, is how, you know, there's this this idea that somehow sports aren't, you know, like there's nerds who like sci-fi and all this other comics and stuff like this, and sports is seen as not nerdy. Mm Mm-hmm. But whenever I watch sports analysis, you know, if I catch them at a sports bar and it's oh, on yeah. TV or they're discussing sports, it is super nerdy. So and I, It's so nerdy. And I it's don't so get nerdy. why they don't, like, why that label doesn't get applied to sports analysis, which is literally numbers, figures, fucking statistics. Well, not only that, not only that, and by the way, hockey
1: is the nerdiest in terms of statistical analysis. Um, maybe baseball, but hockey is very up there. But also, nerds typically are made fun of for living in fantasy worlds or you know like that kind of thing and what is more of a fantasy world than watching a bunch of people that you have no control over (laughs) that you're that you're investing and i i get like really pissed when the kings lose and i'm like why am i getting so it like ruins my night i'm living in a fantasy world right now i'm like putting all of my energy Into, like, watching something that I have zero control over. It's a totally fake world. Yeah,
0: I mean, as far as sports go, like, I'm not a sports guy. You know, there have been some sports games I've enjoyed. There's a really good one, although I don't know if this is technically considered a sports game. It's called, um... Oh, fuck me. It's like soccer, except you're driving cars. Oh, 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 uh, Rocket League. Rocket League. Yeah, that's super fun. Now, Rocket League is awesome. Do you have a PS4? I do. Why aren't we friends on there? I don't know. Be my friend. Yes. (laughs) Yes,
1: <laughs> I only play Rocket League and Call of Duty, and that goes for anyone that's that's listening. If they want to add me, I'm Rob USA, Zrob USA. Wait, we are friends. Yeah, I just realized I recognized. Yeah, me that. too. I just realized that too as I was saying it out <laughs> loud. My as I was saying my username out loud, I realized we were friends.
0: Yeah, Rocket League is fun, and that's and um, you know when I was young, I used to like NBA Jam. I think of all the sports. Hockey is the one that is the more interesting to me, Mm
2: -hmm.
0: only because there's more going on. Yeah, there's more going on. I think that's it. Like whenever I've seen football, I've just been like, I don't really get it. Like half the time that they don't seem to be playing the game. Uh, You know, when you saw on TV, it's just a bunch of like refs walking around and people walking in circles around the camera, and then they play (laughs) for like a second. And at least with, with hockey, it's 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 pretty dynamic. There's a lot of movement. The fact that they're You know, that that they have to know how to skate and stuff like that. I mean, that's no easy thing. I mean, like, when I was a kid, like, trying to ice skate, like, I couldn't...
1: It's hard. Yeah, it's crazy that they're on ice. You always forget it. Like, it's... You know, I want to play hockey, but in order to do that, I have to learn how to skate. Like, I don't even know how to do that, so...
0: You know, that's why it's more... And I guess, you know, I'm Canadian, so, you know, a lot of people are always talking about hockey to me and stuff like that. But (laughs) I always find, if I were to ever be into sports, I don't think I would take it to... The level that i take my my other nerdy passions you know like uh for you know we're talking video games or doctor who or star wars or something you know like i take that to like another level with with sports i just like yeah watch it and have fun you know i am i'm I'm capable of absorbing the excitement of people around me if i'm in a place who are happy about sports right well what about are you a fan of d2 the mighty ducks You know, I don't even think I've ever seen that film. Well, you got to see that movie. I'm, I'm aware of. I think I saw the first one maybe when I was a kid. They're all fun. The third
1: is is not amazing, but it's it's fun. Has charm.
0: <laughs> I just like hearing it referred to as D2 the Mighty Ducks.
1: <laughs> D2 the Mighty
0: Ducks. <laughs> Judgment Day.
1: <laughs> Retribution.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Do you like horror movies? Um, this will be a good segue into one thing I wanted to talk to you about. Sure. Now, the answer to that is no. Bummer. Okay, here's the deal. When I was younger, I didn't really have any preference. I didn't say, you know, I mean, okay, I, I prefer sci-fi. I like sci-fi, um, fantasy, comic book movies. You know, that- those are typically the ones that I own um, or, or, or big crime So not necessarily like small crime movies, but, you know, things like Godfather and Heat, you know, like when there's like sort of an epic quality to the film. Yeah, right. So I like Mm -hmm. those sorts of movies. Then one day, you know, I have a friend who's huge into horror films and I'm like, you know what, I'm going to borrow, I'm just going to borrow all the sets, you know, like I'm going to watch all the Friday the 13th and all the, all the, uh, the Nightmare on Elm Streets and all the uh, Halloweens and stuff. Mm -hmm. And what happened was I went on this sort of binge of watching them all. And I just got kind of depressed. Like, I I find horror movies depress me. Like, I don't Mm -hmm. have the fun with them that people seem to have with them. Now, to be fair, the Halloween series isn't very good. It's like, the first one is good. And then that series goes into this weird tangent of like this weird fantastical storyline that doesn't quite make sense, and there isn't quite the continuity between films that they sort of yeah. make it out yeah, to be. Yeah, I and, like, agree. All of a sudden, there's like some some shadow man with like a big hat and some little girl and all this other and this this cult and all this stuff and like horror movies. Maybe I'm I'm more talking slasher films. I'm not into those like where it's just like yeah, you're gonna watch a bunch of young people get murdered and then they don't want to get murdered and they're gonna <laughs> and it's like okay i think i prefer maybe like more uh, you know like kind of scary movies with yeah uh, you know like, like supernatural ghosts movies yeah like i'm my yeah like i'm probably more in line with that although in recent years i'm finding they have a lot of like repetitious tropes of like like the cat out of the fucking cupboard or like the movie ending with some creepy kid or like or you know like where the movie yeah. ends where yeah they they, they defeated the ghost Right. And then at the very last shot, it's just someone turns around and their face goes white and their eyes go black and they go like, Bleh! and then like I don't, cuts the black. Do you see, when,
1: when was the last time you saw a horror movie? Like 2002, 2003? I'm going to say, no, what was the last one I watched? That sounds like a pretty 2002 horror movie ending. Yeah, but there were a lot of those. But they've grown out of that. I think horror now is amazing. I think horror right now is like, amazing.
0: Well, there's, I'm trying to think of the last one. You know what I did the oh yeah well this is this is this is dated too but I did have fun with Freddy versus Jason but that was like that was yeah. 2000 I want to rewatch
1: that that was like probably 05 or 06
0: maybe. Yeah that was a fun one. Hey listen, let's uh, we'll continue this. Let's listen to a track. Oh, actually, this is my this is my brilliant segue here. After we talked last time, you contributed a track to a compilation. The compilation was Midnight Cannibal Massacre mm-hmm. and you made a song called Bloody Beauty. Mm-hmm. Which I really love this song. Did you play this on the last time? No, I didn't. Are You sure? Yes. If I did, we didn't talk about it. Okay, cool. It might have been something where after we talked, the song came out and I ended the show on it or oh, something. Oh, cool. Okay. Or I think I have played it on the show before. Yes, I played it on the show before. Once we we started playing more music, why would I keep saying we? But <laughs> but um, I want to talk to you about your, your intern. But this was a yeah, this was a cool track and it has sort of like even like a Scarface vibe in there too. Like I I really, I really dig it. So this is Bloody Beauty by (laughs) D.A.D. "Bloody Beauty" by DAD, and I am joined with DAD all episode, co-hosting the mm-hmm. show with me. Uh, we've been listening to some fun tracks, and that was, of course, a, a DAD song. So talk to me about it, man.
1: I had a lot of fun writing that. That was fun, and that was that was an instance where it's like I had a deadline. That's how a new DAD album is going to come out, by the way. Is everyone just says use your deadline? <laughs> I had a deadline for that song, and um, I wanted to do something that was that was reminiscent of that style of horror and i hadn't done that before because a lot of the stuff that i had done i feel was more based in like sci- science fiction soundtrack stuff um but i've been i've been really into horror since then actually since that release and i've actually started a a horror vinyl horror soundtrack collection and that track is yeah i i really like that track too like i'm, I'm really happy with how that came out and um I put that on my reel for, like, horror movies that I auditioned for. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I really would love to, like, do a score like that. Um, I mean, I'm sure everyone who's listening to this, maybe you didn't since you are like horror movies, but, I mean, It Follows was fantastic. Well, I I, I
0: knew knew that was, that's what you were going to say to me. Everyone keeps telling me to watch It Follows, and I will. Yeah. It
1: Follows is the kind of movie where I watched it, and I was like, God damn it. I wish I scored that movie and it was a great score it was so good it was just it was but is it, is, is really it follows
0: fun. really like a horror in that sense like
1: yeah it's th- a, it's horror the score is not as like 80s as it was advertised to me when I first saw it like it is not it is not like seeing a grindhouse movie
0: right the style that, well that is, stuff I don't care for Like right, I, don't, right. I don't care for gross really Horror can be a broad genre. Yep. So I will say it's not that I'm afraid of movies that are scary, weird sentence, uh, uh, but um, it's like I don't like gross. Yeah. You know, for the sake of growth. So, like, a movie yeah. can be about a guy who's like running around killing people, and it's frightening right. and intense and, and suspenseful. But I just don't like movies where the whole point is, "Hey, watch a person strapped to a chair getting mutilated." Yeah, like, I oh, get, sorry. I like, get that. I get that's that. not that's not my scene. But like, yeah. uh,
1: you know, it, it follows is not like that. I mean, it's it's pretty stylized. The quality, and I mean, like literally the physical quality of the picture and the sonic quality of the music is not representative of like a grindhouse film, but. You can see where it gets its, you know, even through its advertising and through its poster, you can see where it is paying homage to that stuff. I feel like I just saw another movie that was really awesome. I liked Cabin in the Woods. I liked I mean, um, that. That's fanta- That's a fantastic movie. Uh,
0: what was the Cabin. Sam Raimi one?
1: Uh, Evil Dead. Evil Dead remake. No, that where the chick gets cursed. Drag me to hell.
0: Yeah, that was yeah. fun. Um, Evil Dead remake. I watched. I found that one got a tad gross.
1: Yeah. It, oh, yeah. That's a gross movie, man.
0: Like I was just like, Ew. you should uh,
1: not watch this movie called um, Cannibal Holocaust. Have you heard of it? Yes, I have. Yeah, <laughs> but you should listen to the soundtrack because the soundtrack is really really cool. It's by this uh, Italian guy named Riz Ortolani, and he w- he did like westerns, but then he started doing you know as as the italian horror started becoming a thing you have like goblin like doing those like prog scores to the uh, dario argento movies and then you have this guy doing a you have to just listen to the score because it's it's beautiful like it could be it could be in like an oscar drama like it, it's just like a gorgeous like happy luscious orchestra score and then they put it, and this is why this movie is so disturbing on top of it being bloody and horrible, but it's so disturbing because it's juxtaposing images of just people getting torn apart by people.
0: Yeah, it's funny you bring that up, because I've been I've been listening to old episodes of this show trying to compile like a best of, mm-hmm. and I remember uh, like, I just finished listening to the one with um, Ark Neon. I mean, he doesn't really make music anymore, but he said all this exact stuff, because he was talking about making that kind of music and being inspired by specifically cannibal holocaust That's funny. and i think that was like one of the clips yeah. that i was i was going through and listening to amazing
1: but. i want to do i mean i want to do stuff like that that's like my ultimately my goal is to do projects that i'm passionate about and projects that i'm working with people who who understand like where i'm getting things musically and who would understand like how that's a cool idea to like play a horror because you know a lot of horror Horror, again, is, like, coming back now. But even a few years ago, it it was still pretty stale, like... And it's very stock, like, easy to do a horror score that's just, um... Stabs and orchestra Stabs and stuff, yeah. I actually did... I did my first horror feature last year. It premiered last year in Santa Cruz at this film festival. And it's called Bad Exorcists. It's 45 minutes of music, and it was a total blast. I had so much fun. And it's a really good movie, and I hope something happens with it.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: But it was... He was working with people who like totally got the genre. It was a horror comedy and um, it was just uh, so much fun to work on. And I like, I'm looking forward to doing stuff like that. Yeah.
0: Yeah. That's awesome. Well, how, okay, how about this? How about we listen to a track? So I've got this guy, I think he's like a publicist or something, and he's been sending me all of these cool albums. And so I'm going to play a track from one of those now it's by a guy called daniel davies and this is from the wednesday okay i got to get this right there's a comic book and this comic book i guess has a supporting soundtrack and a supporting score so there's two albums there's wednesday the original comic book score and then there's wednesday the original comic book soundtrack and this is a track called tricky driver by daniel davies mm Daniel Davies with the track Tricky Driver, off Wednesday, the original comic book soundtrack. And I am still here with D.A.D. Do you want to uh, invite a surprise guest? Yeah, let's invite a surprise
1: guest. And also, Andy. Yeah.
0: I have a surprise for you,
1: too. Okay. But maybe we should wait for the
3: guest to come on. Hello?
0: Oh, whoa! Oh! Am I coming through the mic? I I don't care how you're coming through, just as long as you're capturing it. Yeah. Okay. Never mind. It's early. Okay. It's not early. Hey, man. Zach's awake. It's eleven in the morning. <laughs> I know. Hey, guys. I've been. Re- I've been getting up really early this week. I'm trying to be an adult here. Okay, bros. Come on. Okay. Let me. Let me set the stage. We are now joined by surprise guest James Bowen, A.K.A. Droid Bishop.
3: Hey guys, how's it going out there? It's going okay. Both live in Los Angeles, California. Dude, you sound like you're across a canyon, Zach. What's going on over there? <laughs>
1: Am I re- am I really across the canyon? Does it sound?
3: Yeah, I'm just like, yeah, we're at the Grand Canyon right now.
0: Well, we're hearing. Uh, I think Zach's mic is coming. In. Anyway, technical difficulties aside, it's all going to sound wonderful. In post, it's
3: going to be professional, right? Mm-hmm. So listen. Where are we? What
0: do you mean? Where are we? We've been talking. <laughs> we've been talking for a little while as Zach and I are catching up because we haven't spoken in like two years. We were talking horror movies and things like that. And uh, oh, nice, and nice. Stuff. And now, James
3: likes horror movies. Dude, I love them. I love them. Did you guys see that uh what is it like Goodnight Mommy or something? Oh, I
1: did see Goodnight Mommy.
3: Dude, I haven't seen it. Is it good? Yeah, it's awesome. Oh, it's... it looks so creepy. Andrew, thoughts? Andy doesn't like
1: Andy, this isn't a oh, this isn't a oh, uh, yeah. bad movie though. I mean, it's not a, I mean a gory movie. It's not a gory movie.
3: I forgot Andy doesn't like uh, awesome horror movies. <laughs> he he hey. just li- he likes Big Bang Theory though. That's close enough, <laughs> right?
0: Nobody likes that. Look, The the thing is, what what I was just saying to Zach is, like, I'm just not a fan of gross... I think I think that's where I've landed now. It's like I don't mind I scary you. or supernatural things or whatever, yeah. even if there's murders. I just don't like movies that are gross. Oh,
1: I actually take that back. Do do not see Goodnight Mommy.
0: I just forgot about some stuff.
3: <laughs> just like you <laughs> just forgot about the main overtones of the whole movie <laughs> and you know
1: I'm seeing the witch tomorrow. I just got tickets to see the witch. Oh
3: nice. I didn't I didn't even see the trailer. What's what I assume it's about a witch, but uh, uh, what, what I think else?
1: it's about a witch um mm-hmm. and it's she just has a lot of fun and she flies around on a broom and that's the movie sounds like my kind of film
3: man awesome yeah what is what is the mommy one some Scandinavian it's German oh it's German mm-hmm. or Austrian it might be Austrian some non-american movie you know <laughs> Zach did you see uh it follows we just <laughs> we just had a whole conversation about it all right just just c- cancel that part out but <laughs> <laughs> I told Andy about that a, a little while ago. Just strictly based on the the soundtrack, was worth yeah. a listen. If you're into synthesizers, you
1: should have you should have popped in twenty minutes ago,
3: bud. Yeah, th- well, I was getting coffee. You know, I can't can't do anything else. With my Java. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Well, that's fun, man. It's fun to have you both here. You both uh, L.A. dudes. It's been uh,
3: maybe a year or something since we saw each other because what did we go to that weird little club in Echo Park? Or yeah, something?
1: that was a year. That was about a year ago. Yeah.
3: It's so funny because I'm I'm gonna see a Future Hollow Tape tonight in downtown. Oh, that's funny. That is a weird anniversary kind of mojo going on. Where are they playing? Somewhere on Eighth and. Like Broadway or Spring or something. I don't know. Some some shithole, you know.
1: <laughs> I'm actually I'm playing in a disco band on
3: Wednesday. Really?
1: Yeah. Where at? I'm playing at the Terragram Ballroom. Have you been there, Andy? Oh yeah, I'm there every day. I record yeah. the show there. Right, okay. Have you been there though? It's a new venue.
3: No, there. but great. but sh- shoot me the details yeah. and I'll I'll make it.
1: I'm playing in this band called Luxury. L U X X U R Y. Oh, are you serious? Oh, yeah.
0: Yeah. Wait. No. Hold on. What am I thinking of?
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, you would like you would like this group. What do they do? You said disco. Well, this guy named named Blake, who I uh, have no, he messaged me on MySpace as in two thousand nine after seeing DAD play the first DAD show, and we became friends on MySpace, and then we just became friends in real life, and now he. He's a great music producer and uh, musician, and he's uh, putting together a band for his. His name is Luxury. It's not really the group, it's all him, but he's never had a full band before. And we're playing, we're opening for the band Escort, which I don't know if you've heard them, but they're also uh, like a big disco group i mean big like a lot of people big in the band big band big band yeah you know yeah.
3: jazz disco oh that, <laughs> that sounds horrible dude that that luxury it sounds familiar i don't know if i'm just if andy just gave me some bug with his you know <laughs> reminiscence of, of some fake canadian well, luxury well, no, no. but there's uh,
0: a there's a guy who uh makes kind of like electro music called baron von luxury that's him Oh, that's him? him? Yeah, 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 that's him. Full circle. Fucking tell him to be on my show, man. Oh, I'll totally tell him. I fucking really like his music a lot. He's got some really funny lyrics. Oh, yeah, this project, I think, I don't know
1: if Baron Von Luxury and Luxury are different projects, but he's going by Luxury now, and this stuff that we're playing is very, like, vibed out, like, kind of jammy disco. Like, it's not as... There's not a ton of vocals on it, so it's, it's different than, than the stuff that you're thinking about. But it's it's similar. Like, you would still enjoy everything. Yeah, I'll yeah, tell yeah. them to come on the show. Are you playing guitar? I'm playing guitar and clav. Clav? Clavinet.
0: Nice, bro. And Rhodes. <laughs> extending yourself i like that i know Dude, get some george duke listen we're, we're gonna continue this fun stuff we gotta listen to a track so i'm gonna throw to a song blah, 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 blah. how about we're gonna listen to a little track by someone called cadre crimson cool. and this Brace is a track called uh, this is a track called 1917 and they've written out the word steampunk synth wave amazing can't wait <laughs> let's do it Was nineteen seventeen by Cadre Crimson. Doing great am, track today. I'm joined with Zach Robinson, aka D A D, and surprise guest James Bowen, aka Droid. Bishop. Good. I
3: hope you don't feel like I'm stealing your moment here, Zach.
0: No, I'm co hosting. Yeah, he's co hosting. Now you're
3: both co hosting. No. Oh nice. Nice. Tri host. We call that a threesome
0: <laughs> menage a trois. Yeah, man, it's fucking great. It's good stuff. So what's wait, what's droid bishop been up to?
3: You know, just mixing hell and working on this EP that's slowly turning into an album you know but uh you know just trying to get it done for you guys but soon enough what was that tour you were on weren't you with like Megan Trainer? uh I was in the support act okay. for her you know so that allows me to take time off to uh just sit in front of my computer for months and months in the shadows That's great.
1: I remember I was working on the Peanuts movie in uh, like May or June, and she has songs in it. Oh, really? And I remember they were there was like this whole thing because like she wasn't. They needed to re-record something, and she couldn't re-record because her voice was messed up. But she was on tour. And, like, she had to retain her voice, so she wasn't speaking to anyone for, like, a few days.
3: I don't know if this was the tour you were on. Well, I remember there was a few days where she felt pretty ill, and, like, she wasn't talking. Um, so that might have been at uh, the been same it. time. Yeah. So funny. Small world. Just yeah. a couple L- L.A. cats right here, you know, in the biz. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Ever heard of entertainment? That's oh, sucks. Oh, yeah
3: show business.
0: Well, this is all great stuff. It's I like to hear this this banter so I can sort of edit it out later. <laughs> I got to stand back and finish my spaghetti. I have something we can talk about. Yeah, let's talk about it. Sex. Uh <laughs> <laughs> This will be a good
1: lead into that actually. But the John Carpenter album is coming out, the new one. Have you guys checked out that track? No. I shall. Did you hear the first album that he released yeah. last
0: year, Andy? Yeah, yeah. Did you listen to that? Yeah. So what what track are you talking about?
1: I'm talking about he's got a new one that just released because he's releasing Lost Themes Two, which is like the sequel to his first album. Mm. Um, oh yeah. And what's the single called? I don't remember. Um,
3: well, you, well, you're running this show right here, so you tell us.
1: If you know someone's going to drink coffee and the other guy's going to eat spaghetti, I got someone's got to run the show.
3: <laughs> Who Who's eating spaghetti? <laughs> Me. <laughs>
0: what? It's called distant Sp- dream, uh, Droid. A lot's <laughs> changed in in the years since you've been on the show, and uh, the professionalism has has gone down a bit. So now I got a can of Coke here. I'm not even drinking water, and I have a fucking bowl of
3: spaghetti. I just, just, I just, just imagine you in this like bib covered in spaghetti sauce. <laughs>
0: <laughs> You're not far off. I do always wear a bib, anyways. That's just part of my fashion. It's a Canadian. Oh man. Thing. What, what
1: oh, do people man. like to What do people like to hear when they listen to Beyond Synth? Not not just music. What do they like to hear talk talked about?
3: The exact opposite of this conversation, well, right? Now. We,
0: <laughs> yeah, the sex frightens my listeners. <laughs> uh, we we <laughs> we like. Uh, what do we like? We like uh, video games, movies. We've already done the nerdy Star Wars thing.
3: Okay, what what did I miss? Like, so I'm not just repeating your topics that you already I, I don't talked about. I think
0: we're about. going to. You're in a different wheelhouse, man. You're a cool cat. I imagine you walk around town. You're holding one of those cigarettes in your <laughs> mouth that has like that long plastic stock thing at the front, the filter. I'm like Cruella DeVille.
3: <laughs> <laughs> just going back to the carpenter thing, like I, I was on this massive carpenter trip this last month, just kind of re watching things. And like, God, the thing is so good. Mm. Oh, yeah. Uh, and, and just watching the behind the scenes and how. Like the practical effects, I we, we really miss those today. I think.
0: Oh yeah, I went. Uh, yeah, I was on a tear on YouTube watching like practical. Even though I say I don't like horror movies, but I was watching um, werewolf transformations. Oh, I love!
3: I've seen that too.
0: Wait, that's a movie or like a super? Well, <laughs> no, yeah.
3: it's the new. It's the new sitcom coming this fall. <laughs>
0: Uh, yeah, no. I, I was just on YouTube, basically just just watching like werewolf transformation sequences from different, you know, right, like okay, late seventies, right. early eighties uh-huh. movies,
3: like the and Howling.
0: The Howling one is fucked up.
3: It's That's weird.
0: The, is the Howling the one where like they their skin falls off and then they morph from like a skinless human?
3: Yeah, it's weird. Like it's like scrappy. You know, it's like a
0: little rat coming
3: from the sewer.
0: That one's super bizarre. The Howling is a movie. Oh no! Oh no! You're you thinking know
3: what of American.
0: No, you know what I'm thinking of? I'm not thinking of The Howling. I'm thinking of a movie called In the Company of Wolves.
3: Oh, what's that?
0: In the Company of Wolves is like this weird, I feel like it's a retelling of like Red Riding Hood, but as a horror movie. It has like a really sort of weird dreamlike quality to it. I like that. And the transformation sequence in that movie is like really unique and bizarre because it's like the person like kind of tears their skin off. So that they're like all red and whatever, you know, like muscly, and then that morphs into the wolf, and then the hair comes out of it. Damn,
3: hmm. like it's it's really weird. What did you just see this on, on YouTube or something? This this little compilation of
0: it wasn't the no, it wasn't a compilation. It was me just. Typing werewolf transformation in uh. and seeing all the different ones. Like that was a movie I saw when I was a kid, and I need to see it again because there. I, I recall it being like Angela Lansbury was in it as like some old grandma, and there's a scene where dude,
3: he, I have. He, see, I that's bringing and, back and some sort of memory. And her head gets
0: smashed, and it like shatters like porcelain.
3: Damn, Company of Wolves. Yeah, in the Company of Wolves. I think Song it's sort of title. like
0: yeah, it's got like um. I feel like it has like an artsy sort of vibe to it. Like like it's got a dream. Oh, I'm not interested in that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
3: I hate art too, dude. <laughs> dude, can we, what's the point, dude? Speaking of wolves, this just reminded me of the mechanical wolf in uh, Neverending Story. Can we talk about that remake that they're trying to pull off? No.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll tell you some sacrilege then, if that's your response. Well, how about this? Let's let's listen to a track. As long as there's no Die Hard remakes, Andy. Yeah. Okay? Well, it, look, play the track. We're play gonna the play the a goddamn song. <laughs> And then we're going to come back. So I'm going to play... What am I going to play? Ooh, how about this? How about this track called Ghosts by Valkyrie 1984 and Kirk
2: Gadget. Yes.
0: That was Valkyrie 1984 and Kirk Gadget with the track Ghosts. I'm awesome. going to name my next dog Kirk Gadget.
1: <laughs> go, go, Kirk Gadget, right?
0: <laughs> That's a cool track. Sorry, what album was it from, Andy? I it was, well, it was from the album Ghost in the Machine EP. Valkyrie nice. 1984 and some other dudes put on like a synthwave night in Toronto. I think awesome. like once that a works. month and I always miss it. Because every Friday that they do it, I'm always out of town. You're not that far away, right? I'm out of town on business, mother... What do you mean far away? Aren't you in Ontario? Yeah.
3: But you said Toronto.
0: Yeah, yeah. Toronto is the capital of Ontario.
3: Oh, I see. Canadian history for me right now.
0: Well, it's not history, but like the...
3: (laughs) Geography.
0: (laughs) Don't make me look
3: like a jackass on your show, buddy. Leave that in.
0: Yeah, Toronto uh, is the biggest the biggest city in, in the country.
3: Oh, okay. Get over yourself. Droid Bishop. Mm-hmm.
1: John Carpenter is playing in
3: LA. When? In June. Where? At
1: the Orpheum. <laughs> let's go. Yeah, let's go. He's, he's, the, he's not playing in Toronto, unfortunately. Oh, whatever. Hey, so guys... guys i have a uh, I have a surprise oh yeah tell me your surprise i have a track okay that i'm gonna send to you that's me is it a dad track it's a dad track hey let's do it it's a preview but it's two minutes the only reason it's a preview is because if i gave you the whole song i wouldn't have the motivation to release my italo ep that i've been trying to finish up for like years what's it called I, I don't know. I wanted to, I wanted you guys to help me name it. Let's listen to it. I'll send it to both of you. Okay.
0: And then you can play it. Okay, that sounds like fun. Let's uh let's listen to this track. This is exciting. This is DAD with a little preview, and we're all going to listen to it and then we're going to figure out what it should be called. Is that the game we're playing? Uh yes. <laughs> That's the game. Let's do it. All right, here it is. This is DAD and Preview from the album Not Soon. was dad with the song untitled from the ep coming sometime yes just
1: something that i'm hoping to release on an ep that's all Italo stuff and i just need a name for this one
0: i'm trying to think here what would be a good name it's a fun song i dig it i like fucking orchestra hits uh they made me happy there you guys listen to Proxion? You ever heard that band? No. I don't. Check them out. This is
1: this is like I'm like just ripping off Proxion in this song.
3: So why Uh, why don't we just call it Proxion Rip Off? (laughs)
1: Because I don't want I don't want to call it that. (laughs) Look, we could call it something about space. Which is just like what It's always about space Which is fine
3: Honestly, I didn't get A space vibe from it
1: Okay, so what vibe Did you get?
3: I immediately got transported Back to watching Like very like 1984, 85 Kind of vibe Um, There's I don't know It's not like I thought About a John Hughes movie But there's some chords In there That just make me feel like I don't know we're starting our starting our day we're gonna go see that dream girl and like i don't know something's gonna something's gonna kick off you know like uh, that's very interesting like license to drive remember that movie with Corey (laughs) feldman
0: i know the poster
3: yeah Yeah, me too and like heather graham rolls up in this like mercedes and her name is mercedes Mm, that's sick genius yeah (laughs) But that's my two cents, Andrew.
0: It's reminding me, and I'm trying to think if it's uh, it's not it's not a Tangerine Dream track. What the fuck is it reminding me of? Proxion? No, nope. <laughs> it was
3: Giorgio. Dude, I heard Giorgio for sure.
0: It's definitely yeah, definitely Giorgio.
3: Giorgio's Revenge, you know, like, uh, but that's <laughs> not dark enough. But
0: before I got into synth wave. Uh, There was, like, an album that was sort of um, a collection of just synth tracks, like, cinematic synth tracks. Mm -hmm. And I can't remember if they were actually, like, being performed by the original artists or if it was, like, someone else doing, like, covers of, like, uh, Jare and, like, stuff like that. And I feel like it was, oh, fuck, what was it? but the thing is when I heard it I did get sort of a slight space vibe because the the track that it conjures in my head had a spacey title
3: this track spacey for you
0: the dream girl thing is correct but I'm picturing like one of those scenes where there's lots of people, so it's not necessarily like if, if there is a dream girl involved, there is a crowd.
3: I feel you on that.
0: Either she's there in the crowd already dancing in some kind of like disco scenario. Totally, that's funny. I don't, I,
1: I don't even, I don't, I don't feel that at all. What do you, what do you feel? I don't know. I mean, like I for this, I imagine just I'm reading the Foundation series right now. Have you ever read those, the Isaac Asimov? It's like Game of Thrones, but in space, and it was written in the '50s. And Game of Thrones definitely like ripped a bunch of stuff from it, or like stylistically. It's awesome. I think HBO is actually going to make it, or they're trying to make it. But you guys should check it out. Anyway, dude, for sure. Fa- foundation, I and that's like just galactic warriors, just like, but it's like galactic traitors, and like life. Like human life in the in the outer space is like what I think of when I hear it. But I this dude, this is why I love this scene. I love seeing what people make videos to my songs and other people's songs. And I'm always like really like someone put one of my older songs, "The Look of Being Old." Like someone put a video of them playing Doom. Like I was like, oh, that's cool, man. <laughs> like.
0: That's awesome. I, I just love that. That's what's super cool about the synthosing. Okay, so what if we make a compromise and it's a colony ship? But they're having a disco on the colony ship, so they they still have, like, 80s life happening, but in, like, uh you know, like, on board the ship. Yeah, I can totally see that. And then like this that. dude's totally just fucking plowing this android no, chick. Oh no. Just fucking we, we,
3: plowing we her. We He's gotta just... throw in the triple titties in He's there. He's
0: fucking going to town. <laughs> He's looking the right into the camera. He's looking right into the camera going fucking D A D He's just fucking pounding this chick. What do you think about that? Yeah, okay, I'm down. <laughs> so just, so
1: just, um, interspace colony pound sesh. Exactly,
3: dude. That is okay. great. And we'll put it on. We'll put it on pound cloud, Andy.
0: Pound cloud. Yeah. Can I Jesus actually Christ. take that title? Because I think I maybe I love no. that song.
1: Just please don't make don't, don't use that title. No, no he wants you, to use me. it for his own. Oh, thing. for
0: you? Yeah, go for it. I think that would that would fit nicely with my uh, my EP of uh, titty related songs.
3: It's great, great. stuff.
0: Hey, guys, I think I might have to wrap it up soon. Do we have any final thoughts, for me at least? Yes, okay, there was something I wanted to talk to you about. Okay. I think it was a short film called Telescope. Yeah. Now, I don't know who Doug Kaplan is, but you and he did a (laughs) soundtrack for it. Yes. And there was a track on there that is is amazing. Like I loved this song and it was called Returning Home Alternate. Alternate? Dude, that song is incredible. Thanks. I'm going to play that song now. Oh, cool. Thank and you. And then we're going to you're going to tell me about it cuz this sure. song is super cinematic. If I ever made anything, I would want to put this in it. Is it called alternative because it wasn't in the short film? It wasn't it wasn't in it. Why no. wasn't it in there? It's the best song on the It didn't it didn't fit. It it's yeah, it just didn't fit.
1: That's what it, she it, said. It works.
0: It works on its <laughs> it works on its own. I walked right into that. All right, listen, listen. Let's listen to it. This is "Returning Home" alternate by Doug Kaplan and Zach Robinson. That was Doug Kaplan and Zach Robinson from the album Telescope, music from the short film, with the track Returning Home. And um, today I'm here with uh, with Zach Robinson, a.k.a. D.A.D., and then Droid Bishop popped by for a fun little cameo, and he's still here. I'm still here. But Zach says he has to leave, so Zach, tell me... About this song because it's epic and awesome. Telescope was a short film that was made
1: by a few friends of mine, uh, Matt Litwiller and Colin Davis, and it was actually, I believe, it was like funded by Disney at some capacity because um, they were given these new cameras. I think Matt worked for Disney and he said, "You guys have these new cameras that haven't been used. Can I like make a short film with them?" And they said, "Yeah," and they made this beautiful science fiction. 10 minute short, which you can actually watch on Vimeo. It was a Vimeo staff pick. And it was so much fun to work with these guys. And Doug is someone that I, a very good friend of mine. We were in a math rock band together. We just worked really well. This was like kind of one of my first like film scores. This was in 2012, I think. And we just worked really well together. And we were going for like a new agey Michael Stearns vibe. And that's kind of what ended up in the movie. Like it's a lot more like ambient, a lot of washed out synthesizers. It definitely sounds new agey so that's kind of why The alternate that you just played didn't really make it in Because it was a little too over the top In fact one of the Outtakes from Telescope That didn't make it in the (laughs) movie Sorry (laughs) <laughs> Someone just needed to listen to a guitar solo. No, yeah, it's just these
3: things just happen. <laughs> okay. Yeah, sorry,
1: Zach. Continue. It could it could have been
3: worse sounding. Was that your um, Was that
1: your telephone ring? What was that?
3: Something just went off on my phone. Don't ask questions. Just continue it's okay. talking. It's so it's okay.
1: <laughs> One of the tracks, the outtake tracks, became the opening of the construct. The farthest reaches. Oh, oh
3: classic okay. record.
0: Well, it's good because I had. Um, I was talking a bit about you uh, several episodes ago because on the fiftieth anniversary, I finally had uh, Miami Nights. Oh wow! Uh, on on the show, and so we were talking about that because I me- I brought you up because I remember when you when we were talking about the old uh, Masters of the Universe comps, you were telling me about those. and oh my discovering God, yeah. the scene And then being uh, one of the albums on on uh, Rosa Corsa or whatever. And
1: uh... dude, R.I.P. Motu, man. I love those Masters of the Universe albums. They were so. I'm going to listen to them today. I need that to was, check
0: that out.
3: I don't think che- I I,
1: that. every, That's required listening. For anyone that likes this fucking genre of music, you
3: have
0: to find... Can you do me a favor? Yeah. Can you save me the trouble of finding it? Yeah.
3: Yes. Dude, yes. W- okay. t- me too.
0: They're really special. I only have...
1: What the... I have to have more than that. I think I have two, but I think there were like five total, maybe three. And they're just important because they are... The beginnings of of this stuff. And it was like 2007, 2008. Jeez. I don't think these guys are even around anymore. I mean, Future Cop's around. Oh, Future Cop was on that? Yeah. And we've got an artist called Heartbreak, Hosta, Koros, LZB, Master Flash, who was awesome, Palm Highway Chase, who's a legend.
3: Oh, yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I mean, these are just like really, really classic tracks. 80 stallone also classic keen house yeah these are send them through
3: bro we need that
1: i love this shit all right
3: cool (laughs) send nude pics too okay great
1: (laughs) so andy i'll make a package of motu package uh
3: i was thinking of something
1: my dick pics and then also the uh recording here awesome Awesome,
0: thanks a lot so uh joy do you want to stick around for a few more minutes or what yeah
3: zach send me the details for that gig Thanks for I will. All right. Cool. All right. Bye, everybody. Hey, bye. man. Sink take them. care, dude.
0: Thanks for coming on the show and come back when you got more stuff. All right. Bye. Ciao. All right. Bye, Andy. <laughs> 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 Zach's gone.
3: Oh, I'm fucking out of here. Well,
0: that was fun. I haven't talked to him in like two years.
3: Neither had I. Good guy. Good yeah. guy. Good, good dad.
0: Well, let, let's, <laughs> let's listen to another track here and then we'll come back and, uh, and talk some more. So this is uh, what am I gonna play here? Here's a here's a track called Blood in, Blood Out by VHS Glitch. Nice. Yeah. VHS Glitch with the track Blood In, Blood Out, off the album Evil Technology. And I am uh, joined by Droid Bishop. Hello. So, uh, DAD was just here. We were having a, a little fun three-way, and I talked to him for a bit, then you joined halfway through, and now he's gone, and you're still here.
3: Yeah, I think he's watching from the corner now yeah. <laughs> with a video camera.
0: Well, let's give him a show.
3: <laughs> well, what's going on, bud? Tell me about your personal life. Well...
0: Uh, My marriage is falling apart
3: (laughs) I'm losing my job My hair's (laughs) falling out My hair is thinning though It happens to the best of us bro I just wish it happened more in the nether region That would just be more convenient you
0: know You talking about you'd rather lose lose the hair on your balls Than the hair on your head Is that what we're saying I didn't have to shave
3: down there (laughs) The dreams we dream of
0: Well part of the problem is Is my hair is grey as well Really Well it's going grey Like hardcore
3: That's kind of badass though
0: yeah, but if you buzz your hair, gray hair, like a gray hair registers as a hair you don't really see. Mm. You know what I mean? Because it's so light, because the rest of my hair is dark. So if it goes like gray, dark, gray, dark, then basically like the white hairs register as like bald space. Yeah. Yeah, if my hair was completely gray, then maybe the buzz cut might w- work. But then, I, I don't know. I don't
3: yeah, know. I mean, I'm I, eventually, at some point, I'm realizing like, I'm just going to have to go the Billy Corgan route, you know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, guys, I'm a wet seal. <laughs>
0: Please date me. Hopefully then they have the technology to transplant your pubes on your head, so like at least you can...
3: And then I'll finally have curly hair. You
0: know? <laughs> yeah, and, and I'll finally have red hair.
3: Ooh, ginger snaps, yeah. baby.
0: <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, stupid. I, I miss that laugh. It just soothes me.
0: So, man, you... Uh, When's the last time was so we talked two years ago? So that would be no after. We ta-
3: no, we talked a year ago. We we had some like private chat or something. I think.
0: Oh uh, yeah. So so as far as Beyond Synth listeners are concerned, last time you were on was when you released your album. Yeah, the last album.
3: But with the list the listeners need to know that you and I chat frequently on our little uh, portable devices we always catch up but
0: you know after a while i feel like um when you uh, don't hear somebody's voice for a while i start to lose my sense of, of it you know what i mean what yeah. it, like to me i just don't i don't feel the connection to typing like some people do like where they feel like oh i'm so connected to all these people because i facebook them and like after a while i need yeah i need uh, some some real time
3: yeah i feel like it's hard to type how i want to s- uh, come across you know. You know what I'm trying to say, but it just looks very stagnant. Yeah. In uh, in text.
0: Plus like it's hard to translate, like for me, my sense of humor doesn't translate well yeah. over text yeah.
3: sometimes. And it and, and it's I know your sense of humor, but it's it's hard to read it sometimes. <laughs>
0: it's like is he joking or is yeah, he?
3: It's, it's, this guy's a fucking dickhead. <laughs> <laughs> But I, I will admit that sometimes when I'm you know out partying way too hard and I'm just like lost on the streets or something, I'm like I need some soothing voice and I'll put on like one of our Beyond Synth episodes just, <laughs> so, just so I feel safe again.
0: <laughs> well, that's nice. It's nice that someone listens.
3: Yeah, and then I'll text you like 20 minutes later, like I love you, bro, I'm your best friend.
0: Um. So since we last spoke, then did we ever talk about? Uh the music video I made for you I don't think we ever talked about it on the show
3: no it's uh, for those who haven't seen it though uh, give it a quick plug Andy well
0: I made a I did it last year we did the uh, music video for the track uh, Exodus by Droid Bishop and I made a little sort of two minutes thing it's a short cinematic song I was proud of it. I love it, dude. Yeah, I don't think we ever really talked about it, but, you
3: know. I mean, first of all, I, lo- I love it, and I show it to anyone I get a chance to. It's something, you know, sometimes you get things that people make for you, and they're like, no, it's great. And then you just try to lock it up in a vault somewhere. <laughs> uh, but not this one. And uh, But that was kind of a, a little bit of a long, like, off-and-on process, right? You were just kind of in your like free time just piecing little things together right
0: yeah it was like a year yeah i feel like it was like eight months from like the start of it and i remember i sent you things just to show you that i you know that i was being serious about the project or whatever and yeah. i like send you some test things and stuff like that but the whole thing took a while and it kept morphing so anyone who's seen the video it's basically like it's a spaceman who's trying to get back to his son and uh, his spaceship is in the process of crashing when the video starts. And
3: your uh, and your son uh, made a guest appearance, right? As the android's yeah. boy, right? Yeah, he's
0: there. And um, so he's my son too, I guess. We yeah, could guess. share custody of this child.
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> but yeah, so I know, like in the original concept, it was much bigger, and then I had to keep sort of scaling it back to make it so I could still produce it to the, the level of quality I wanted to. Yeah, um, because the original plot was that he's rescuing it was going to be almost like like he goes to a base sort of like in like Aliens and there is a creature and there's like like a distress signal gets sent and there's like a little girl and he has to rescue her and then bring her back to her parents
3: yeah kind of like Newt
0: yeah very inspired by that sort of thing so the concept would have been the same it would have been this lone spaceman who lands his ship And then instead of it sort of being him rescuing himself out of his own spaceship in time for whatever, like he rescues this kid and then sort of has a a very brief confrontation with some sort of creature or some sort of robot or some kind. Yeah. And then he gets away and gets in his ship and the final moments is him. Uh, like on a beach, sort of like almost similar imagery to what is the end of this one, except it would have been him handing off this girl to the parents.
3: Yeah, returning the child. Yeah, but I, I like I like where it turned out though.
0: The goal, and hopefully would would be cool, is to make more at some point. Like I'm I'm hard at work right now making robots for uh, Circuit and Breaker.
3: Yeah, I love that. By the way, everyone needs to check that out.
0: But I'm learning a lot as I'm making these costumes, and I know that I want to do a follow up sometime, uh, another Droid Bishop video that sort of tells the next chapter of the story that now that this spaceman has landed on this weird alien planet he still wants to get home and what would happen but then changing the genre based on the track for sure you know that we settle on to use because then it would be fun to do like an action one where like you know it's like the first one was sort of a a, an emotional story and this one is he's trying to survive and maybe it's it takes more influence from like predator or something yeah like a faster paced track and he's just like trying to fucking
3: yeah that sound right (laughs) Yes Alright cool
0: I've been working on it
3: (laughs) I actually was uh, I kind of worked on a new Kind of sister Song To Exodus Like for The hopes of that reason Oh cool But I know Like that It's still a bit cinematic And um Like not like beat driven really but you know down the line maybe i i I had you in my thoughts while working
0: on this i like to be in people's thoughts you
3: know always when i'm touching myself when i'm alone (laughs) in the shadows
0: andrew's
3: (laughs) on my mind hey yeah listen
0: let's listen to a track cool all right we're gonna listen to uh which we listen to how about a little track by moon dragon nice this is a track called half moon bay by moon dragon That was Half Moon Bay by Moondragon, off the album Miramar. And if you dig that, man, Moondragon was on the show a few episodes back, so check him out. He's a cool guy, told some interesting stories, and I am, of course, joined today by Droid Bishop, and we're just uh, yeah. reminiscing about friendship.
3: We're great friends. You know, I was, <laughs> I was thinking about this yesterday, that it's strange that I have all these friends from other countries and whatever... It's through this scene But I I actually consider um, Some of these people Actual friends Uh, Not you of course But uh, (laughs) Some other people
0: I like when you like you lay your heart on the line, but then you have to pull it
3: back just a bit to be safe. I'll save my uh, inebriated emotions for you tonight. <laughs> Trust me, I'll send you something <laughs> after that future holotape gig. You gotta come move to LA, bro.
0: <laughs> you know, I have this fantasy. If I ever got lots of money, and again, all fantasies start this way, and end this, yes. yes, but uh, I would love to have enough to like sponsor some sort of like worldwide synth get together where yeah. like not everyone had to front some cash yeah you know what i mean like if you just had so much money that you could be like hey man i can pay for the plane tickets of like you know 100 people and uh that includes you know like a three night stay in a hotel and we all get together in some conference hall and
3: oh we'd have to put on it like you'd have to make it worth it and there'd be a some choice artists we'd put on a show or something as well Well, yeah
0: here's here's my dream here's my dream scenario okay i win the lottery. And then yeah. I've got you know maybe two hundred grand that I can I can put towards just this thing, and that would be renting a space. It would take place in Toronto because I'm paying the money, of course. So I would rent you know like a, you know like a hall in one of the hotels or whatever. Just like you know like when the the convention of like a vacuum salesmen and things get together, you know. Yeah, super so synth vibes, things. you know. Then I would, uh, you know, pay for. A certain amount, like, obviously, you wouldn't be able to do everything, but I would say, you know, 100 people who I select or whatever, then their their airfare is covered, and a three-night stay in the hotel where the thing's going on, and then get a few artists to do, so maybe every night there's, like, a few live shows, but then it's also sort of like a live show, sort of DJ set kind of thing where people can still mingle, because, obviously, if you've got three days to meet, like, that many people, you're going to want to make sure you get enough time with everybody yeah so I wouldn't want to say yeah you're all here now now sit and look forward for four hours each night and then sleep and have an hour to socialize with a hundred people who you've been talking to for years who finally get a chance to hang out with
3: for sure yeah
0: I would do like a live beyond synth on stage where I would just like call members of the audience up and then we'd all just like drink and then just have like a like live q a and stuff would there be an open bar yeah yeah because if it's funded that would be part of the money and there would be like snack bars and things like that off the side i feel
3: like this is happening like and you're and you're replaying this and now i'm sad that it's not that we don't have (laughs) 200 grand to get this done
0: yeah i wonder how much it would cost because besides the cost of airfare and then the the hotel and then renting the, the room and then, of course, uh, I would have to hire assistants because I wouldn't be able to personally manage yeah, all the airplanes yeah. coming in with all the different people, so they would have to be like five or six well, I, I assistants. Think, I think like,
3: the airports do that, the traffic <laughs> controllers. Yeah. I'm not going to be well, you know, waving you, these planes in, you know?
0: Well, <laughs> well, you know, like say like, oh, you know, it's a... Uh, you know, droid bishop's coming in from his plane in L.A. And then, you know, like oh, yeah. an hour later, the dudes from England are coming in and blah, blah, blah. And so there's got to be someone in there with like that sign. Saying, yeah, like, dude, there's if, the there's, if there's
3: no sign with my name, I don't fly anywhere, bro. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so that would be my dream sort of scenario. And then in the hall, I would uh, see if I could have a special arrangement where I could rent the hall just for 24 hours instead of you know like it, where it's like it's open from 7 p.m. to give the staff time to clean it up like i would say oh, yeah. keep this thing open for 24 hours so that if people are coming in they can always come down from their rooms to the uh, to the meeting hall and it's always going to be open yeah so that you know if someone's still awake at like 5 in the morning like there's still people allowed to sort of mingle and stuff in there
3: yeah i have a feeling that there's a lot of synth waivers that may not party too hard and then there's this other half that like there you'd be like in poking dudes in the corner with a stick like falling asleep after like just 12 whiskey straights you know
0: (laughs) well part of that too is like uh, the time difference in time zones as well so some people even if they're not hardcore they're gonna come if you're all meeting here and all of a sudden they're just going to be wait till four in the morning naturally anyways yeah and then I would rent arcade machines oh yeah it would all be set up so like one side would be like you know rented arcade machines then there would maybe be like even a gaming center set up with like some couches and big screen TVs with like of course GoldenEye have to be there of course and uh, you know other things going on so that I would just want this like this to create for just a few days the sort of ultimate synthwave paradise situation and then then the stage is always going to be there for people to, to fuck around. So like there would be a stage with like computers set up, and if someone wanted to go up and DJ, like I wouldn't care. I was like, someone else can DJ, like Marco can do that.
3: Yeah. It'd be cool to it'd be cool to um like jam out too. Like uh you know, if there's a some like drum kit or whatever, and like you know, a super group is formed overnight.
0: That would be awesome too, actually. Like do a if it's three days and I say I want to do it over the period of like say three or four days, just to make sure that everyone would get a chance. Like cause if say like I literally like said this event is happening. Happening. If I could had enough money to cover the cost of 100 people's plane flights, probably more would show up knowing that, oh, this is happening. Like, I can come to this fucking synthwave meetup thing. Like, yeah. We'll, we'll come too kind of thing. And so I would want there to be enough time because obviously during the day, if this is the first time, you know, me personally and I'm arranging the event, it's like I'm getting the chance to meet with all these people at the same time. It's going to be like, well, I kind of want to have like a one on one kind of afternoon with Droid Bishop. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then I'd want to make sure that it, Then it's like, okay, then I'll, I would have this, this Crazy itinerary plan where it'd be like Alright, it's a, you know, breakfast with Hoo-ha, and then fucking, you know, like lunch with Protector 101, and then supper with so-and-so It'd
3: be cool to have a live, some sort Of live podcast or Stream, too, because, you know there's more people out there that would get a kick out of this if they couldn't come or, or, or well, part or, or, of um, let's face it wasn't invited. Well, part
0: of the <laughs> part of the cost also would be because I do have friends who have like production companies and things, so I think I would hire a company to like film the event and edit it. Yeah. So maybe not necessarily a live stream because that might be embarrassing to watch. But, oh yeah, like, yeah. Maybe maybe a nice <laughs> you know like here's what you missed and it's like sort of a two hour video showing the highlights of of you know like the events and maybe interviews with people. And-
3: Dude, I say we, we get this, uh, we make this dream a reality.
0: Well, I've put it out there now. And we all know the secret is real.
3: I think we could start a synth synthwave fund, and, and like if everyone just put in like a few shekels here and there, we could we could create this. Uh, you know, we could get couple hundred grand eventually
0: if i had a couple hundred grand i'd uh i'd take that and be like yes uh circuit and breaker is funded yeah yeah (laughs) synthwave
3: Meetup? no never heard of it
0: but i'm making this robot show and this money would be pretty sweet thanks for the 300 grand yeah i'd make something pretty wicked for 300 grand
3: yeah i I like that idea let's put a pin in it and uh you know
0: (laughs) try (laughs) Let's move on, Andy. <laughs> All right, man. Let's. Uh, well, we can probably wrap this up soon, but I. But I'm gonna listen. We'll listen to another track and then we'll we'll wrap things up. So, All right, cool. Here's a track by the Astral Stereo Project, and it's a track called High Tension. Let's go. was High Tension by the Astral Stereo Project off the album Antihero. And uh, I'm back here with Droid Bishop.
3: Yo. So me speaking right now, does that mean that we're not going to speak again forever? Like no, for no, no, no. You're m-
0: going to come back when you finish your album. All right, cool. You're also welcome to come back anytime.
3: I always tell you, like, hey, man, just let me know and I'll be there. Like, what, did we just decide to do this 20 minutes ago?
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love that when I'll have this planned for weeks with other people where it's just like oh I got so it's so much uh, pre-planning done and then today's just like hey you want to uh, do a surprise thing on Zach's show sure alright uh, hopefully
3: the album will be out by this time and it's like should I I don't know forget about it we'll figure it out when the day comes edit this out <laughs>
0: <laughs> there's no editing on the show a lot has changed the new format of Beyond Synth. Do you like the new format? Have you listened to the new?
3: I have. I actually really like it. I think I like it more on on certain levels. I think it's working out beautifully, though. So just you know, just keep going. Because I remember you were kind of on the fence about changing it. I'm a fan of progression and change and experimenting. So I think I think this is working out. And any chance I get, I I tune in and I always enjoy it. And I love I love the chat. I think it's a good way to interact. It's a very interactive scene, and I just think it's. It's a, it's a good time for all, you know. It's a great time.
0: Did your publicist just write that answer uh,
3: yeah, I'm getting a I'm getting a feed right now.
0: Yeah, hold on. Okay. I did not I did not kill those women. Okay. Yeah, I
3: got to wrap this up, but <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right, man. Well, it was fun. It was good it was good catching up with you.
3: It was good to hear your voice. I
0: feel You're safe be again. You're on the show soon. So, even though I don't know when this one's going to air, but I have a funny feeling that uh, you'll probably come back on in, in, in a mere few weeks from this one.
3: Yes, yes, I shall. I shall return. Because
0: we are going to have an album to discuss. Of course. But anyways, it was fun talking to you. Love talking to you, bud. And you have a lovely day, and we'll talk to you soon. Have a good one, bro. And that was my conversation with D.A.D. and Droid Bishop. That was a lot of fun. I uh, hope you guys are having a good week. And, uh, please tune in to the next episode. That is the end of today's show. So I hope you enjoyed it. And, um, I'm still on the lookout for a catchphrase. I've been asking people to send me in a catchphrase. Once I get a good one, I will just use it. Uh, I don't want to make this a recurring segment where I'm asking for catchphrases. I just want one. And, uh, this week's submission is from, uh, I think that's pronounced Scotty Galden. I'm gonna say Galden, G-A-U-L-D-I-N. Galdin. Anyways. I'm going to leave now with a closing statement suggestion from Scotty. But before we go, I have one Andy Last thing to say. Thanks for tuning in. It's because my last name is Last. I'll see you next week.
2: Lass, past, breaking all the rules with this podcast. i and let you run away and yeah. be on Tampaville